everyone, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, I have always been a massive fan of old television. I mean, there were shows when I was a kid that they didn't really mirror reality, but some of them didn't even try. I mean, you look like at shows like Twilight Zone, Outer Limits, uh, God, even the humorous ones like Laugh-In. They didn't even attempt to. They just created their own reality and fuck it, you better live in it or hit the road. Laugh-In was hysterical. Laugh-In took one perspective and one only and threw it out to the American public and said, this is us, see me, love me. But then again, so did, you know, Twilight Zone and Outer Limits. Outer Limits was a little bit more out there. Because Outer Limits had a tendency to explore, like, really horrible things, you know. Or, but much more of a a sci-fi bent to it. It wasn't just something weird. It was something weird that had to do with space or the future or... It was always awesome. Twilight Zone was the opposite. Twilight Zone would take, like a completely different reality. You know, one of my favorites was the girl who's in the hospital to, uh, she's hideous and everybody's always, you know, she's going to have the doctors fix her face and they try an operation and everybody's talking about how horrible her face looks and they're going to do an operation to make it look normal. And so they, they do the operation as the doctor pulls the bandages off. He goes, oh, there's no change, no change at all. And then they show the doctor and the nurses, and they've got this weird kind of an alien duck face. And they cut to the girl that's hideous and ugly because they're going to put her in a, a place with others of her kind. You know, and it's, it's just a really ugly bunch. And they show the girl, and she's this stunning young blonde. And it's like, well, in a society where everybody looks fucked up, the people that look good to us will be the, the odd man out. And as human beings, we tend to single out people that are different. You know, the phrase, you ain't around here, are ya? You ain't from around here, are ya? Didn't just, like, invent itself. We tend to fear change, and we tend to chase it out of town with pitchforks and torches. So, if you think I'm wrong, read anything that was written about the the Deep South. You know, read Grapes of Wrath. But it also reads a lot like Frankenstein. You know, the villagers are any people in a small town anywhere or a big town. Go to Chicago as a complete outsider. And if you're not raped and beaten within 24 hours, I don't know my shit. But I think when it comes to TV, if it's a really good show, it'll make you kind of feel like that could happen. But what would happen if you would if you were to find yourself in one of those odd situations where it's like your entire life up till that moment was fine and went a certain way and you knew that way. You knew how that's supposed to be. And then all of a sudden you find yourself in that new reality. And you recognize that. You start to see it coming. I think that is where true bizarre change comes from. So that kind of weird out there type thinking, everything, you know, Twilight Zone, Outer Limits, hell, even laugh in like I was talking about, has given a mindset that enables you to understand this. So if you've never seen any of those three, go to YouTube, check them out. But 
I think it brings us to today's episode, Like a Desert Twilight Zone, on today's Caffeinated Humor. Picture a man stepping out of everything he thought he knew. Stepping into a place where the world is different and operates on different rules other than the ones that he sarcastically belittles when scribbling in a blog or podcast. He's left the mundane world, and as it says on the signpost ahead, he has entered the Twilight Zone. Rod Serling was the shit back in the day. That man made some of the worst Thanksgivings in my life, grown up, totally bearable. The Twilight Zone Marathon was the Thanksgiving staple must-have for years. Or football, depending on either your age or what the ranking adult in the room, you know, who had the remote, uh, wanted to watch. Now, so why am I taking us down memory lane with Rod in the zone? Because I'm in it. The Twilight Zone evidently exists in Joshua Tree, California. I was traveling through on my way to a hippie camping weekend, and I stopped at a stoplight. A cop pulls up next to me. Now, I never get in trouble with the law being the solid citizen that I am, so I don't sweat it when I see him. But much like coming, much like coming across a really big dog that you don't know, you keep your distance. Just because he seems friendly right now doesn't mean he won't turn on you and try to take your hand off without warning. Or taser you, which might feel the same way. So when he smiled and waved at me, caught me a little off guard. I decided to get some gas and perhaps a bite to eat. As I pulled up to the gas pump, a kid in a white shirt came running out. Pump your ass for you, sir? Dude, are you shitting me? I stared at the kid for a long moment, and I heard myself answer out of shocked reflex, I, I got it, thanks. Where the hell am I? I'm not even sure I remember putting gas in the car. Food. Food will help, at this point, help bring a little bit of uh, sanity to the situation. I don't handle confusion well, and I tend to treat it a lot like a plot by an evil cabal that's out to get me. Now, there's a pizza place next to the gas station called Moe's Pizza. It's one of five buildings at this little postage stamp town. The building's fairly run down. There's a homeless guy patrolling the front. Dubious food to be sure, but I'm hungry. Boxer Joe Torre once said, Pizza is like sex. When it's good, it's very good, and when it's bad, it's still pretty good. So I walked towards the front door, bracing myself for the, the pitch for cash. The guy says nothing, just opens the door and smiles. I notice that while his teeth are not pearly white, he has all of them, and they do look as if they've been brushed within the last year. I'm not even asking questions at this point. I'm just hanging on to the roller coaster and hoping the ride is over soon and that I don't puke. The inside of Moe's Pizza is worlds different from the outside. It's kind of hip. It's kind of new. And then there's the food. The pizza appears to be pretty high-end stuff. And I used to live in Portland, Oregon, which, if you don't know, is the mecca for high-end gourmet pizza. Several of the... the options behind the counter have feta and goat cheese. Other types of cheese I can't pronounce are there as well. I recognize several combinations of cheeses and meats that you'll rarely find out outside of any but the most pretentious gourmet pizza shops. So I got a slice of 
Alfredo slash ricotta with caramelized onions, uh, Cajun andouille sausage, and chunks of garlic. Wow. I eat my slice like a man on death row, sure that the hammer is about to drop on me at any moment. However, nothing happens. So I hightail it out of Joshua Tree and try to put the events of the evening out of my head. I'm still not sure what happened, but it sure felt like a Twilight Zone episode. Maybe the homeless guy was Jack Klugman. And if you don't know who that is, Google it. Time for coffee. Coffee.